You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nazis, I'll ask a question. What question? Jazz question. Now you get it right. We roll. I know everything there is to know about Miles. Lay it on me. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop. Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Neil and I am joined uh, with my co-host Jeff today for a special Lay It On Me episode about the television series Silicon Valley from HBO. And our contestant today is one of our favorite fans of the show, Jeffrey Seguritan. How are you doing, Jeffrey? Hey, guys. Hey, everyone. Uh, so why don't you tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, why you love trivia so much. I know you, you spoke to me privately that you like writing questions as well as playing and uh, how you got into uh, listening to trivia podcasts. I mean, I'd say I really got into trivia in earnest about three years ago. Um, I found trivia through, uh, you know, uh, like meetup.com. You know, you can easily, uh, you know, find groups that you're interested in. And, you know, I, I just happened upon a trivia meetup, you know, thought it was interesting. You know, I liked kind of answering trivia questions and all. So, you know, I decided to try out one of those. And, you know, ever since I did, it kind of, you know, the momentum just kind of ran, got rolling. Uh, I had been doing more and more pub trivia, you know, nights, you know, week by week. Um, I had got started getting into trivia podcasts. I started off with uh, Trivial Warfare, wanted to broaden out my uh, trivia podcast listening library. So, you know, henceforth, I found, you know, Triviality, um, you know, and some of the other ones out there. Um, so, yeah, that, that's kind of been the journey. Um, you know, as you've mentioned, Neil, I, I've also been into kind of writing trivia questions as well. Um, I find that it's a great way to to study and absorb trivia is to kind of get in the mind of a trivia hosts or a trivia quiz master write questions and you know i think you pick up a lot more easily and become a better trivia player as a result yeah we do too uh we found that through doing the show our own trivia knowledge has gotten stronger just from researching and writing questions and absolutely um and yeah we really enjoy doing this and and we're so happy that uh you know we have fans like you who are uh, passionate about trivia yeah i was um i was very much looking forward to this um 
many of the categories that we cover and then we do, um, I really like. So a lot of the shows we've done so far, I've, I'm a fan of myself. Um, how, how deep that knowledge goes is always waiting to be tested when I write questions or I'm on the receiving end. <laughs> but uh, no, when you, when you proposed Silicon Valley, I was very excited about that. It's a show that I know Neil and I both like, so I figured this would be a, a pretty nice fit for us to write questions. And uh, hopefully that means that you uh, will also have a good time and uh, maybe some success. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, I really think it's an underrated show. Like, for, I feel like it doesn't get you know the same kind of buzz as some of the, you know, the, you know, the other great comedies out there. Even within HBO, I feel like Veep t- tends to get a lot more buzz than Silicon Valley. I think you know we're in that Silicon Valley age and kind of uh, seeing and using all the products coming out of there, and so it's it's really a nice window and lens into that world. Yeah, it's almost a uh, representation of Murphy's Law, I feel like, with these guys, with Pied Piper. They, uh, everything that, that could go wrong seemingly does, and uh, That's it, true. all for our entertainment. Um, well, before we get started, um, just wanted to uh, send out a call to all the other listeners out there and fans of the show. Make sure to keep uh, reviewing us on iTunes. You want to hit 50 uh, in order to give out 10 prizes. And also, if you'd like to be on a Lay It On Me episode uh, like Jeffrey is right now, please uh, message us on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, let us know subjects that you might be an, an expert in or a self-described expert, and we'll come up with some questions to have fun and, and uh, to throw at you. So, all right, uh, we're, we're good on our end. Are you ready, Jeffrey? Lay it on me. Okay, here we go. So uh, we'll start with uh, question one here, and then I'll throw it to, to Jeff. Question one. The show has an inventive opening credits animation featuring various tech companies. The designers got very clever in the season three credits when they showed this company's logo eating the WhatsApp and Oculus logo after they were bought out in real life. I I love that opening sequence, too. And I do notice that it changes from time to time uh, with, you know, with some of the newer companies out there. Yeah, I think this is more of a question of who bought out uh, WhatsApp and Oculus. I believe the answer is Facebook. Facebook is correct. Yeah, we we, we I read this this fact, and I, I do myself love the um, the opening credits. And there's always something different you catch every time. And when I read this uh, this fact that now different um, graphics change uh, depending on if the company was bought out. I believe the Twitter logo either drops Vine or uh, something else like that. Yeah, so it's pretty funny uh, how that works. They also have the uh, the Uber and the Lyft. I think it's like balloons. Yeah, are where the balloons are up against exactly, each other. Yeah, they're vying for uh, <laughs> for domination. Yeah, such great details. Absolutely. On to question two. Russ Hanneman, famous billionaire and protagonist, is the proprietor of this tequila brand, and we will accept the English or the Spanish translation. I think that's a big clue because I remember there was an episode where. Uh, what was it? Rich uh, Rich Hendricks visits Russ, and he, they see a. I think it's like a painting on the wall with uh, three commas for the uh, the billionaire club. And then I remember some reference later in the show about the trace comas, or, or I guess the English version might be three commas. If I'm thinking about it right, I think that's the answer, unless I'm totally off base and I. Missed a detail somewhere <laughs> along the line. Not at all. Uh, it is, in fact, three commas. <laughs> One of my, or tres comas is the official tequila brand. One of my favorite things about that particular scene, though, um, and I was joking with Neil about this earlier, is the the cap 
is a comma itself. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought that was really funny when I noticed. It. I was like, oh, that's funny. Like, um, so technically the bottle has four commas on it, but you know, regardless. <laughs> uh, all right, on to question three. What member of Pied Piper is revealed to be Canadian and has to get himself a work visa? So I think there are really, in my mind, there's only two possibilities. I think it's either Dinesh or it's uh, Guilfoyle. I think I will go with Bertrand Guilfoyle. And Guilfoyle is correct. I, I, I like that scene a lot too, because um, they're they're talking about like someone in the in their group is an illegal immigrant, and everybody looks at Dinesh, and Dinesh is like, no, I, like I'm a legal Pakistani immigrant, and uh, and then they all find out it's Guilfoyle, and he's Canadian. <laughs> I love Guilfoyle on that show, and just even the dynamic between uh, Dinesh and Guilfoyle, it's classic. <laughs> On to question four: What is the name of Ehrlich's airline booking application? Like the thing that he keeps telling folks that he's known for is for selling the company uh, Aviato. And I think that's how he would pronounce it. I remember the app uh, Nip Alert that Big Head was working on at the start of season one. It could be something else, but I think the only thing I've got that I know is, an, is aviation related is, is Aviato. And so I'll lock that in. So the answer is Aviato. <laughs> Great pronunciation there. Yeah. All right, moving on to question five. And speaking of apps, currently available in the actual iTunes store, what is the name of Jin Yang's app? And you can actually get this as you're listening to the podcast now. You can go into the app store and actually buy this app. So for point of clarification, he develops a few apps oh, true, in true. the show. So this is the this is the app that he develops in season four. Season four app. Yep. The one that I know was definitely the name of the app at one point was, uh, I think it was Not Hot Dog. And, you know, basically it was trying to be like, a, uh, what do you call it? Like a Shazam for food kind of thing. And I think that's how it was initially uh, developed. I don't know if I have the name perfectly right, but I'm going to go with Not Hot Dog. <laughs> So the app let you know that a piece of food was not a hot dog. If you took a picture of it, it was not hot dog. Correct. Oh, great. <laughs> um, so uh, out of the first five questions, you're having a very strong showing so far, which we expected. You're five for five so far. Great job. On to question six. What is the name Gilfoyle gives to the server in the garage? It is Anton. He very he speaks very affectionately of this server. <laughs> Neil thought maybe I should put in a checkoff reference for this one, but it is indeed Anton. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's see. We're going to go to question seven. What piece of jewelry does Dinesh get mocked for wearing when Jared asks, do you choke your mother with it when you put your... Oh, gosh. It's calling to mind all of those... Uh, and I'm trying to remember it all. I don't think I can. Like, all the different... Uh, um, all the different insults that were thrown at him for wearing it, but it, it is a gold chain. It is a gold chain. You're right. And Jared um, said he wanted to take a stab at insulting him. And that was the first thing that came out of his head when they came out of the elevator and everyone turned and they, they just went a little too far. And I wish I could recall some of them right now, but it was pretty epic. We'll have to look some of those up and maybe someone made a list online. 
Yeah. Question eight. What energy drink company owned by Double A tries to work with Pied Piper to provide a 4K live stream of an extreme car jump until Richard unfortunately insults the owner? <laughs> oh my God. He insulted him by calling him Double A. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why that kind of touches resonantly with this owner, but uh, the uh, the answer is uh, homicide. <laughs> yeah, homicide indeed. <laughs> Question nine. In one of the funniest season finales in any show that I've seen, and I think that Jeff has seen, the concept of optimal tip-to-tip efficiency was oh, figured out <laughs> by the boys at Pied Piper. The question I have for you, though, Jeffrey, is what real event taking place in California did the Pied Piper guys figure out optimal tip-to-tip efficiency? So I'm looking for the name of the event that is a real thing that this took place at. I think that is uh, TechCrunch. TechCrunch? Uh, was the name of the event. Is correct. It was TechCrunch Disrupt. Great job on that question. And uh, and if anyone else wants to know how to jack off 800 men in a room, definitely <laughs> Google optimal tip-to-tip efficiency. There actually is a 12-page scientific paper that you can read if you Google it. Really? Yeah, there is. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and it's actually, uh, it is credited and written by uh, Dinesh and Guilfoyle, uh, at least on the paper. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Question 10. Peter Gregory invests heavily in agricultural futures for this plant product sourced specifically from Indonesia after ordering and analyzing every menu item at Burger King. Oh my gosh, I I remember this episode because it was so bizarre what was going on. (laughs) Um, I think he had some folks yelling at him because they needed more money and and then he just suddenly comes out with, you know, order everything on Burger King's menu and it it wasn't clear where this was going. I think it's uh, sesame seeds and I think it had to do with some quirk in the, the the cycles of cicadas that allow there to be shortages in one country versus another. And he made a big bet in this that allowed him to cash in on that shortage. I, I, that's my best guess, unless it's um, something else. So there are, yeah, there are three countries that provide this agricultural staple. And uh, between locust changes and uh, some concerns about... Uh, rainfall 
he decides that he should definitely buy out the entire stock he can get his hands on of sesame seeds from Indonesia. All right, that was correct there. Um, Moving on to question 11. In the season two premiere, Ehrlich spots twins at a party that he calls, quote, two genetically enhanced Ken dolls. They are known for their Facebook and Bitcoin fame and are portrayed by one actor in the film The Social Network. Who are they? If we're talking about Bitcoin fame, if we're talking about um, their involvement in Facebook, I think it's the the Winklevoss twins, or as uh, Jesse Eisenberg says in the movie, the the Winklevi. (laughs) That is correct. It is the Winklevoss twins, yep. Question 12. Partnering with Jack Barker and Hooli with his new VR app, Keenan Feldspar is portrayed by what famous child actor? So when I first saw Kenan Feldspar in the show, I, I really did not immediately make the connection. He looks so different than what I remembered this actor to be, um, you know, not just being aged, but also just kind of, you know, he's a much bigger man <laughs> than, than what I remember. But I think it's a, the answer is a Haley Joel Osment. So there was a little bit of debate before uh, Neil and I were co-writing these questions. And he's like, uh, he mentioned that uh, this person plays the actor. And I said, no way. So I, I immediately challenged him and went to IMDb to find that he was, in fact, right. Haley Joel Osment <laughs> is yes. Keenan Feldspar. And I, I was so taken aback. I, I could not believe it myself. Yeah, I, I didn't notice it the first time through. Like someone had to point it out to me. Yeah, well, the the, the beard and the hair really throw you, too. Um, you know, because, yeah. you know, even in his, you know, later roles, you know, you, you kind of see him as like this, like, you know, thin, clean-cut kid, and uh, very much not the case anymore. Question 12. It has been reported that T.J. Miller will not be returning to the show portraying Ehrlich Bachman. We last saw his character living with Tibetan monks as Gavin Belson returned to the States. If this is the last time we see T.J. Miller as Ehrlich, what were his last words ever spoken on Silicon Valley? Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. I think he said big head. That is correct. Big head as he was blowing out smoke. Yeah. Question 14. What language does Jared speak when he is sleep talking? Yeah, this is one of the most bizarre things in the show because it it was never even really explained why this was the case. I know that Rich had approached Jared about it and he had no clue. And yeah, I don't recall that it was ever explained but um he was speaking in german in his sleep that's correct i was gonna say nine but that that wouldn't work (laughs) (laughs) question 15 gavin belson's right-hand man and head of security hoover is portrayed by actor chris williams who is the brother of a famous actress known for playing wilhelmina slater on the television show ugly betty who is it huh so, I, I mean, I, I did remember the name of his right-hand man, Hoover. Um, I, I didn't know the actor, so I guess it's Chris Williams. And you said uh, his relation to uh, this other actress is uh, he's the brother? of Right. His sister portrays Wilhelmina uh, Slater, yep, on Ugly Betty. And she's also, um, she's also known as a pageant winner and controversial Playboy Playmate. Uh, 
Yeah, I think that last clue would... Uh, th- at first, the only thing I knew about Ugly Betty was uh, uh, America Ferrara. Obviously, this wouldn't be... I don't think she would have been related to Chris Williams. I would go with Vanessa Williams as uh, the likely answer. That is correct. It is Vanessa Williams. Uh, well, looking at your, your score sheet here, I'm just going to tally it up. And um, before we reveal what your score was, let's ask Tom Cruise uh, if he's going to let you go. And it looks like Tom Cruise is going to buy you a drink because you got all questions correct. Great job, Jeffrey. Thanks, guys. Thanks for inviting me on this. You know, I love the concept of, of the laid on me's kind of... Uh, you know, interspersed with, you know, the regular episodes. I, it's so, you know, th- there's trivia that's kind of broader, but then there's also a portion of it that's really kind of deep cut and niche that people love about their favorite things and things that they're passionate about. And yeah, I mean, I, I love Silicon Valley. I, I, I mean, I, I wish it, it, it has more, you know, it's get, that it gets more buzz than, uh, than it currently does. But, uh, you know, uh, I feel like it's a show that has staying power, um, even though it's completed its fourth season. Uh, kind of uh, excited to see where the show goes. Yeah, it's an incredibly well-written show. I think, you know, in the current state of business with all these tech companies sort of getting larger and larger and taking over the world, that it's very timely and they do a great job of breaking down what actually happens behind the scenes. Because I know a lot of the show is based on real events um, which is just crazy to me when you when you see what they go through and the fact that this is happening, guys are just throwing away, you know, millions and millions of dollars and and showing up to meetings like this. But um, yeah, you did a great job, and uh, we really appreciate having you on here. You know, hopefully we'll have you on for another one to uh, repeat this score because you and Colleen are the only ones with perfect scores so far and laid on me. I was very impressed with Colleen. Um on the Gilmore girls episode. And, and, and did she do another one as well? Uh, she's going yeah. to be coming on for a, how you met your mother episode. Yes. I'm sure that'll be, uh, I think she'll crush that one too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we, we think so too. She, um, I think both of you have the same, um, same mentality when it comes to a subject that you like, that you, you sort of dive head first and, and get to know as much as you can. And it almost becomes like the back of your hand, which seems like you did uh, with Silicon Valley. So, you know, I mean, as you can tell from the show, I'm really a big fan of TV, but I'm also a huge, huge fan of movies. Um, I'm sure Neil knows. And, you know, the one podcast I've been really getting into recently is um, one that Neil co-hosts, which is uh, Best of the Best. I think it's, uh, it's a great show. Um, you know, you, you kind of learn a lot about the movies that they talk about from a kind of that, you know, that cinephile filmmaker perspective. And, um, you know, if you listen to the show, there'll be some movies that you are familiar with, but those that aren't, that will make you kind of want to watch them. And, um, I think most recently, uh, they had the John Carpenter episode and in the past couple of evenings, I've watched, uh, the thing and escape from New York and I've enjoyed them both immensely oh good i'm glad to hear that yeah it's been a it's been a fun show it's sort of the sister podcast to this um we have a lot of fun doing it and and um you know me and mark uh are just a director and editor who um are obsessed with movies and i'm glad to hear other people are appreciating it especially from a almost from a trivia angle too because we try to tell as much as we can um if there are fun trivia facts so that you guys can 
learn a little bit about it as well. But um, I guess on that note, yeah, if you guys want to check it out, um, since Best is so prevalent in iTunes searches, uh, the best way to find it is uh, bestofthebestpod.com. We're actually, uh, we have a brand new website that Mark created where you can listen to everything right on the site and uh, subscribe and Maybe we'll have you on that show uh, at some point, Jeffrey, and we'll pick a category. Maybe it'll be the Billy Wilder episode. I don't know. Billy Wilder? <laughs> we should. I'm going to have yeah. to force Mark to um, to watch some more Billy Wilder. But uh, once again, yeah, we really appreciate you being here and um, hope to have you back and, and uh, love that uh, that you're a listener and a fan. Thank you, guys. You know, great show. Enjoyed um, having the chance and the opportunity to, uh, you know, to play a good game uh, around, you know, one of my favorite shows, Silicon Valley. And, you know... Wish uh, you know. Wish the best of luck to uh, you know the kinds of things that you'll uh, be putting out. Well, thank you, uh, Jeff. Uh, where can they find us on social media? And let's uh, let's close it out. Sounds good. So, uh, best way to get in touch with us, engage with the show, you can find us on Facebook, uh, on Twitter. You can send us questions if you'd like to hear them on the show. Um, we like to read those at question five every regular game. So, if you would just put question five in the subject line and the host you'd like to read it, that way the rest of us don't peek. That's at trivialitypodcast at gmail.com if you'd like to support us directly financially uh, and feel we've earned it we'd appreciate it you can do that at patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast for Neil, Jeffrey, and myself that was Triviality Knock, knock, who's there? This guy Hey Russ, what's up? Uh, How are you? Yeah, I'm good What brings you here? I had to meet this lawyer and his Kid six and I have a few hours to kill. Did I see a McLaren 650S with the extra trim package pull into the driveway, or did I not? <laughs> yep. So this is the team. Uh, whoa. I'm just gonna say it. This guy. Am I right? Because I'm looking at the rest of you guys. This is the guy in the house doing all. Am I right? You know I'm right. This guy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> As a long-time foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts.